I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back to the Cabby Presents podcast. One more welcome. How about two more welcomes? Welcome, welcome. Thank you very much for spending the next uh, hour or so with me. Whether you're at the gym, in the car, at work, cleaning, I'm not sure where else you, on a run maybe? Yeah, probably not on a run. Maybe doing uh, chores, etc. Anyway, I'm your host, Cabby Richards. Thank you for the click, thank you for the download, thank you for the subscription, and thank you for the comments on the iTunes page. I spent my Thursday night, a night where people go out, have some adult beverages, hit a patio, meet some friends, hang out with old friends. My Thursday night was spent on my laptop, actually multiple screens. I had a desktop open and a laptop watching the live stream of Frank Ocean's new album. So during the live stream, he's making, building this staircase. It's like a vertical sound wave. So it's a spiraling staircase made out of wooden blocks. And for like an hour, you don't really know what he's constructing, but halfway through, it looks like a staircase. Uh, and I'm not sure what it means metaphorically. My best guess is that he's either building a stair, like a metaphoric stairway to heaven or... There's levels to his artistry. That's more more of a brute way of of interpreting what he what he created. Or he's just saying he's like um, maybe his influence is a higher power, and that higher power is Jesus, and he was a carpenter, and he's showing his reverence by building a staircase up to the Lord. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not smart enough to decipher. Those are just my early thoughts. But the album sounds dope. So in this warehouse, in this raw space, the live feed, it was on boysdon'tcry.co. It was in black and white. He's in this huge warehouse, and there's a giant wall of speakers. So you can hear him as he's got his drills, and he's drilling bolts into the staircase, and he's got two vertical um, stands that are holding the staircase in position. You hear that? It's like it's like the drill sounds are like ad ad libs, like Puff Daddy used to go, uh huh, yeah, 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 or like most MCs are like, uh, or like yeah, before they jump, turn me up on my headphones. Frank Ocean, you just hear the the drill bit spinning and screwing into the baseboard and not the baseboard, but the bottom of the staircase. It's it's kind of funny, but cool. This is a very, very cool way to roll out an album. Someone who is slathered in mystery, remains mysterious for his audience, and sonically, the beats sound dope. You can't really hear too much of the lyrics. 
and obviously this is not the proper way to absorb his album, but it's a nice teaser and obviously has the appetites of millions wet because we've been waiting for a Frank Ocean album since Channel Orange in 2012. Love that. So that was my Thursday night. My Thursday was more interesting to me. And I'll share with you this story. Wednesday night, I go to a screening of a movie called War Dogs. It's on Warner Brothers starring Miles Teller and Jonah Hill. It's pretty good. It's directed by Todd Phillips, who did the Hangover movies, which were all fun. War Dogs is very fun. It's like Goodfellas meets... Yeah, it's like Goodfellas. Obviously not to the same level of a Scorsese film, but Goodfellas is one of Todd Phillips' reference points. Miles Teller is pretty straight. Jonah Hill has all the best lines, and he's pretty charismatic and charming in this character who's a total D-bag. So Thursday, I interviewed Jonah Hill. So at first, I asked him about You know, when people mix up Jonah Hill, the person, and Jonah Hill, the actor, referencing him as characters in like Wolf of Wall Street or Moneyball. He says that happens from time to time. He had these South African dudes uh, at a dinner a couple weeks ago give him props because they were also in the gun trade, which was nuts. And he said he's had like bro, like Wall Street guys give him props for the Wolf of Wall Street. So that's where the interview goes at first. Then I confuse him with this particular reference point. And it's not a well-crafted question. I made the mistake of assuming that he's a sports fan. So I say, Jonah, in every group of males, there's a certain dynamic. And I'll illustrate it this way through sports. If you were a member of the Golden State Warriors... Which one of your teammates would fill the following roles? Boring the reference from War Dogs. Who would be the alpha dog? And he's like, hey man, no disrespect, but I don't know what you're talking, I don't know what you mean. And I said, well, you know, people might think that Steph Curry is the alpha dog because he's the leader of the Golden State Warriors. And then he looks at me puzzling and I'm like, well, you know, there's other kind of dogs. There's you know, the road dog, your down dog, your big dog. And he's like, you mean like amongst my friends that are athletes? I'm like, no, well, if it, if it makes sense for you to list your friends in those dynamics, yeah, we'll go with your friends. And he's like, well, for athletes? And I'm like, you know what? Okay, just scratch that. We'll move on to something else. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I, I, I'm dumb. I'm not, I'm not getting it. And I'm like, no, man, it's not, your, it's not your fault. That was really my fault because A, it wasn't very well crafted. And B, I assumed he was a sports fan. And I picked the Golden State Warriors because I thought the Golden State Warriors were the most popular team in sports. Whereas because they're basketball players, people see their faces. And the NBA Finals were like two months ago. So then I go to this question. So America leads the world in guns. They dominate the world in guns. And in a sports context, as far as accuracy goes, you guys have Steph Curry. You have Clayton Kershaw. You have Phil Kessel. And as far as big guns go, you have 
Aaron Rodgers, and Serena Williams. Since you just finished filming this movie, I want to see how good you are with a gun. I want to test your skills with a gun. So I reached down beside me. I had this small green like pouch. I pull out an orange Nerf gun with those orange Nerf bullets. And he's like, hey, man, no disrespect, but I'm really against guns. I, I, I can't do anything with guns. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, well, it's a Nerf gun. And I hold it up even higher, like by my chest, because Jonah and I are sitting across from each other. There's a camera over my shoulder, camera over his shoulder. And filming this interview, we're probably three feet away from each other in this room, which has the camera guy, a sound guy, a couple of publicists, a lady to wrap up the interview. There's maybe 10 people in this room, this like hotel room. So we're pretty close to each other. So he sees the Nerf toy gun in plain sight, which I bought earlier that day from Toys R Us for 12 bucks. He's like, I can't, I, I can't point that at you or anything with the gun. I'm like, oh, well, I actually have this target here. And I go into the pouch again, and it's a Toronto Blue Jays cookie. It's got the Blue Jays logo on it with some white frosting that I also bought from Toys R Us. She's like, I can't do anything with the gun. And I say again, but it's a Nerf gun. And then a voice from the back's like, hey, Cabby, can we just stick to the... I'm like, okay, man, yeah, well, listen, I'm going to give you this cookie as a sign of, of goodwill. Uh, enjoy the cookie. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, shout out to the Toronto Blue Jays. Shout out to the, the city of Toronto. Shout out to Cabby's Corner. He goes, is that what it's called? I'm like, no, nah, it's Cabby Presents. But it's all good, man. Hey, uh, again, sorry about that, man. No problem. We shake hands and I leave the room. So I go to the other room where the hospitality suite is. I get, I get like my phone, my wallet, my mints, and then I head towards the elevators because we're on the eighth floor of the Shangri-La Hotel. Publicist comes out. Hey, can I uh, talk to you for a second? I'm like, sure. She's like, can you, you're not going to use any of that stuff for the gun, right? I'm like, no, it was, it was terrible. Like, you didn't understand what I was going with it. And she's like, yeah, well, you got some other stuff, right? I'm like, yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, we'll, you know, I'll check. I'll check what it's like in the edit suite. She's like, we don't really do that kind of stuff. I'm like, like with the props? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of my bit. You know, that's, and in my head, I was just thinking, like, I'm not here to do generic, hey, why did you do this movie? What about the script attracted you? Like, I'm not there to do that kind of stuff. I'm trying to relate this movie about guns and war to sports. In my head, I'm saying that. So there's a couple more moments of awkwardness. I'm like, where's the elevator again? She's like, it's down the hall. As I'm walking down the hall towards the elevators, I see the poster for the movie, which I'd seen before, but it's just reinforcing what I just went through in the hotel room with Jonah Hill. The poster for War Dogs is an homage to Scarface. The poster for Scarface has Al Pacino holding an assault rifle, screaming, and yelling while he's killing people. War Dogs is a similar poster. Jonah Hill is holding an AK-47, a moment from inside the movie where he's just busting off shots in this kind of abandoned warehouse. There's another part of the movie where he's got an assault rifle and he's just busting shots in the air. So Jonah Hill can get paid to shoot guns in a movie 
but in an interview with a toy gun, he has some moral objection. And it's an interview where you're promoting the movie you just got a fat paycheck for, and you're a gun runner. This experience with Jonah Hill now becomes my most awkward interview in recent memory. But my guest is here. And the awkwardness is over because my dude steps into the booth right now. Up in the studio. And I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone. You know, I'm honest. I, I'm, I'm literally giving people a picture of what I went through at all aspects mm-hmm. of my life. Honestly, almost anything goes. It's amazing to, you know, to step into the ring with someone like, like him. Who are you and uh, where do you come from? May I ask? The last time I saw this man, we were out, enjoying some music uh, and enjoying the company of new friends. Uh, one, per- one person enjoyed the company of new friends a little bit more than the person talking on his microphone, but right now that's okay. Friends don't keep tabs. They enjoy, they enjoy each other's victories as those their own because as he once said, people help people. <laughs> Earlier this year, we did a piece called Indulgences where uh, the, and this is one of my favorite pieces from 2016 and specifically uh, Tyler Sagan's admission about sliding into the DMs. Tyler Sagan, welcome to the Cabbie Presents podcast. There was a lot of metaphors in that. <laughs> that, wow. was, that was all in The most code sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I thought you had the wrong person when you said we were out. I, I don't really go out, so it was a little weird. Not, well, <laughs> hey, you, that one time we caught you out. Um, yeah, that was... You and then at the time or in that piece, you were like, your snaps were over in the twenty thousands. I I don't yeah. even think I'm at five thousand yet. What are they at now? I haven't looked recently. Um, they are public though, you know. So oh, your snaps? Oh, are? sorry, they are they are private. They're not public. Oh, okay. Um, so it's all personal stuff. How do you? How do you, mine's private too? But I don't make <laughs> it's all personal stuff. Yeah. Uh, what am I ru- running over that? Uh, what kind of personal stuff? <laughs> Nothing. Just between buddies. <laughs> Listen, I uh, I do want to get into group group chats later because group okay. chats are like really bizarre for dudes. I'm not sure why, but anyway, your 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 public sorry your private snaps. Yeah, are there like I I see I'm looking at you. You have uh, you have sleeves of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, are there shots where you know the all the sl- all the tattoos are are seen in, um, in a snap or two? Maybe uh, maybe from driving. You know, but not really. <laughs> not from your shirt being off. Where no, you're, you're not in your really. bed I'm or not really your cottage. Like that. I'm too. I'm too scared. You know, I've seen too much stuff out there. I've had a few buddies run into situations. You know, a couple of football players. Mm, um, that I'm too. I'm too private when it comes to that kind of stuff. My shirt stays on. There's a lot of Snapchats. You know, if I get uh, a selfie with someone with their shirt off, I'll send a picture back of my two dogs. You know, I keep it. <laughs> That's that's where I keep my line and uh, a lot of pictures of my dogs. <laughs> nice. That's how you share. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we live in a screen capture culture, man. Is, yeah. And that's I heard there's an app out there too where you can like screenshot it and then the person won't even know that you screenshot. What do you mean? Picture. Oh, on Snapchat? On Snapchat. Like apparently there's this app out there. I've had multiple people tell me this and they can screenshot your picture and you never know. Oh. So and then that's just like the biggest buzzkill out there that it's yeah. like it's not even Snapchat anymore. It's just Snap my, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's snap steel. I don't know. It's snap like, steel, yeah. Oh, 
you said you're one of your football dudes. Actually, the last, when I when I met him for the first time, he mentioned that he'd been up here, mm-hmm. and he seems like one of the most fun dudes. Uh, actually, one of my football guys. I know this is a, si- uh, a side note. I was uh, oh, I don't know if he if I anyway. He, he, well, one of my football dudes was saying that your guy, the big guy, mm-hmm. the most famous guy, and then <laughs> oh, and then the guy that left. That team and went to. Okay. It's a lot of code here. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to. Okay, so anyway, the fourth guy was used to be. He used to be your guy before your guy was assented to that position on that team. Okay, got it. Okay, so the guy who caught all the passes before. Yeah. Because yeah. he goes that squad, not the most famous guy, but the three other dudes. Because th- those guys have gone harder than anybody he's yeah. ever. Yeah, he's they, ever seen. Uh, they have fun. It's okay. Football players like to have fun. Have you um, have you have you participated in any of those nights? Um, maybe, once, to- maybe once or twice. You know, especially the the like the really big guy who's got like the brothers. <laughs> that <laughs> those can get. I've experienced one one of those nights in Toronto, and were the oh, brothers were here too? Brothers were here. This is probably oh four or five years ago, because um, Buffalo's not far, right? So not right. our hometown. So that was uh, an interesting night. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That must have like, like back in the good old days, you know, where we could go out a lot more, you know. And I'm I'm still young, but <laughs> like if I go out or go have some drinks on a Saturday with some friends, you know, it's Tuesday and I'll be feeling it. And I think that's you know part of the reason. I guess I've definitely, I don't know, toned not, it down, toned it down for sure. <laughs> I still haven't uh, figured out the love part in the life, but I've, I've toned it down as far as the. Listen, the you're like 23 me. or 24 years old. I'm turning 25 this year. You t- I, I got a beard that connects from my mustache down to <laughs> my goatee. You know that's never happened before, so it's big things coming. God, listen, you're. 20- you want to know what else is happening today? You know, it's a good thing, and it's like a. It's left me, giving me a little bit of anxiety. Is my sis, my youngest sister, turned eighteen today? <sighs> yeah. There's there's so much karma coming at you, homie. You have two younger sisters. <sighs> but I you got can, two younger sisters. Two younger no karma. Sister. I'm still a good person, but. <laughs> One's twenty one. Are you One's twenty one, and the other one just turned eighteen. And so, you're away all the time. So how are you supposed to protect your? Well, I'm your trying sisters? to get the twenty one year old to move out to Dallas for six months to do a little working out there, um, so I can kind of my eye on her. And then the eighteen year old still, uh, she's still a kid. I mean, she hasn't really. She's got Instagram, and she's got a couple thousand followers I'm not impressed with, and she's done a, uh, a little <laughs> side boob picture, and I didn't know she had a side boob, so... Oh, my God! There's been, uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on at home. I've made a lot of trips down to Brampton to have conversations with the, the younger sisters, but it's, uh, yeah, today's a big day for her. When, uh, so... When the side boob picture comes up on your phone, because either you see it on your Instagram feed or someone mm-hmm. sends it to you... Then what's what is the your immediate re, like reaction or text to your sister? I told her to so the picture was a side boob and then a nice Louis purse and I said I'm either taking back the Louis purse that I bought or you're putting on a sweatshirt and reposting that picture. <laughs> so she took down the picture. She didn't repost it, but I let her keep the uh, the purse. <laughs> Man, so wait the okay so but your if your 21 year old sister is with you in Dallas, the 18 year old is more impressionable. And yeah, this is the this is the time where you're the, just getting into some things. She's the she's the good girl of the family. You know, she's the baby, of course. She's, she's the angel, but still. Yeah, I don't want to believe anything. You okay, know, fine, I, yeah. I, I, she's this innocent little cute, <laughs> one one time side boob girl. So, um, happy birthday to her today, though. Oh, big bro, that's um, yeah, that's gonna be some interesting waters to navigate. Oh, she's going to university next year too. Oh my gosh, which one? In Guelph. 
Oh, Guelph. Yeah, Guelph is kind of a, Guelph is sort of a party school. Yeah. Got like a lot of the farmers out. Yeah, well, the farmers, like the first time they're away from like the families, <laughs> they might go really hard. Yeah. And the farmers are like all, ge- both genders or all genders, I should say. Yeah, so they're going to uh, my sister, my older sister. Well, she's a 21, 21-year-old is taking her to Montreal for her birthday this weekend. Um, and they asked me to set up a few things. So obviously I'm going to send them to the bars out there. <laughs> are you? <laughs> the most <You're> not- places. <laughs> Uh, You're so not gonna send him to, what's If the, she the, even texts me and says Buena Note, I'll say no, no. terrible, worst place ever. <laughs> Globe, yeah, avoid it. Avoid uh, it. What's that other crazy like? There's like a rave place there. Oh, it's like five thousand people. It's oh, like, what's that one called? I, um, I know my little sister likes those little rave whatever. Yeah. Man, I don't. I, I just want them to get boyfriends that they stay with for like ten years. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's no worry. Wait, but do you have to vet the boyfriend? Like, how do you? Because your your twenty one year old sister has had a boyfriend before, right? Yeah, and here's another thing with her most recent boyfriend. You know, she would tell me things that he said, and I'm sitting there like, I've said those things to girls. Oh. You know, like so you gotta wait, listen. You- like, there's no such thing as a boys' night. Like, the boys' <laughs> night's code for this. It's not gonna be just guys. You know, we're going somewhere <laughs> private, and we're gonna have a touch. You know, we're not. <laughs> we're not, we want to make sure we still got it and then we come back home to you but we're, there's no such thing as boys night so wait do you blow them up or do you just have to absorb it like ah, it's that's the thing right so I'm like well okay I gotta tell her sort of that he's lying but I also can't be like well I can't just go sue her, this poor kid you know I've been in his shoes so it's kind of I'm on the fence you know so uh, so it's tough and he's and then like his her last guy great guy liked him you know and then it's just so wait, what they, you doing they, man they broke up yeah uh, just like last week Oh man, that's that's recent, that's recent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like you're it's almost like you're a parent in a way. It's like you want you want your uh, your yeah. sister or your child to learn for themselves, yeah. but then you also want to like hey, you want to protect I'm a them. Dude, you know, yeah. I know what I know what that sentence means, you know, it's <laughs> that's amazing. It's a lie. <laughs> you're out there it's like, man, this kid's he's using my stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's that's gonna. I mean, it's gonna hard, hard, probably be tougher for you with the eighteen-year-old because she's so much younger and stuff. No, and she was like the smart one. Like me and my one sister is twenty-one. I mean, yeah, school is fun, but I mean, I think we looked at school more for like the recess and the lunchtime <laughs> and, the, and the you know house get-togethers. And, right. and the youngest one was you know focused and taking extra classes and doing night school, and you know we're just different Sagans, and we don't really want the little one to be like us so we want to try to keep her on the sh- you know, straight and narrow and not so, so social she's gonna be she's gonna be the engineer or the lawyer or i want at least coder. her to be the girl that in my family that's like all right well she found a guy that has lots of money and tyler doesn't need to do anything you know what <laughs> <I> mean, <that laughs> no she's gonna make money for herself yeah, if she's the go. smart one yeah she'll like open her own firm or whatnot yeah that'd be, um, nice. That'd be nice okay so i'm at least uh i'm at least 10 years older than you but I feel like I'm, uh, I should be the veteran in this equation. Okay. All right. I should be giving you knowledge, uh, nuggets, piece of game. game. But uh, you did intru- introduce me to a new experience in Los Angeles last year. Uh, and through the, uh, the connective tissue of Instagram, we were at a party where a large portion of the female population um, had some level of Instagram fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Insta models. Insta models. Put and the I, fingers up too, though, right? The yeah, ins- in air quotes. Yeah. Uh, and I'd never experienced that before. And there was a moment when we were at Warwick where you're like, she's, and you knew like certain stats on like, oh, she's got 350,000. That girl's got 412. She's got 505. <laughs> this girl has 680. Like you knew these stats. I was like, what? Like we're, wait, sorry. So that was the first time for me. Have you been to one of those? 
been in an environment before where a lot of the women there were insta models or insta famous um i'll have to say yes but there was one event in particular that happened three weeks ago of course in la that was like overwhelming like, what do you mean? I even Snapchatted and said it smells like Instagram models in here because it was like just it was a maxim party, <clears throat> so okay. it was it's a four hour long party. People were there for probably an hour and a half. What do you mean? Okay, it yeah. was just girls that walked in. I mean, insta modelish. I mean, just bright blonde, almost like Texasy, but very insta modelish. Um, everyone would walk in. There was just so many, and then it was basically they walked went there for a picture with the Maxim sign behind them and uh. then they went and had a drink with whatever old guys are bringing them in <laughs> and they were gone you know and I was like I was just like this is very I don't know I don't want to say like LA but it, it really was it was Hollywoodish. I mean you see the celebrities and everywhere around um, and then all these old dudes and you know very wealthy suits but they're still really ugly suits <laughs> you know just flashing everywhere and big Louboutin shoes spikes everywhere and then right uh, right and then the girls with their I mean their boobs out and their blonde hair and uh that was probably the biggest whoa event um, I've been to so did you meet any uh of these ins- uh, I mean I shook a few hands and kissed a couple babies but it was more <laughs> about I was in awe I was just kind of like whoa you know you were like, in awe because I've been out I, with you and you're like this this is I know this, this is pretty average was, it wasn't like I was in awe of like everyone was so beautiful it was just an awe of just the whole set up there's the whole like i love visiting la i couldn't live there you know it's just like it was a who who's cool and who you know affair and i was i call it fedora hat nights so i see a lot of fedora hats um and that's just not my you know my cup of tea i actually was gonna ask you about hats because I was, I was leafing through mm-hmm. uh the gq with um matt damon on the cover and there's this one thing about hats mm-hmm. and i know you wear baseball caps but mm-hmm. i didn't know if you actually wore like hats and there's this one famous hat maker in LA lives on the like either Hermosa or Manhattan kind of makes these hats that look like they've been worn in mm-hmm. and they sell for like 1500 bucks I'm like get the get the fuck out of here with that $1,500 for a hat yeah no thank you but so you don't wear those you don't wear fedoras or those no, kind of no, 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 no. bucket hats or no I mean you know what I'll give it I'll give PK some credit he can pull off some of that stuff you know it's the really want to be different fashion and I'll, I'll do that for a certain you know, events or sometimes the games, I'll have fun with it. But, I mean, you won't really see me out somewhere, you know, with a big fedora hat or right. one of those $1,500 hats on. Hey, so at this Maxim party, um, who was the most beautiful woman that... It, maybe it happened at this Maxim party or at some point in your life. Who's the most beautiful woman you've ever met? Like, that's that has some kind of visibility. Um, or they've, been, so they've like, seen in a room. Um... I mean, oh yeah, you were at the ESPYS a few years. Well, anyway, sorry, I won't. I won't yeah, take your no. question. Your um, answer in person, and she has to be somebody, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, someone with a, the audience. There's honestly there's one girl that I'll never forget, and I was like 16, uh, and I saw this girl, and I still like follow her on Snapchat and see what she's doing. But she's like a nobody. But she had a boyfriend for like you know, seven, eight years. <laughs> the one that got away. But how do you? How did you find her on Snapchat? No, well, I met her that night. I, I don't know. You know what? I was 18. You know where I met her was. Um, Dominic Moore's ping pong tournament. Oh, nice! Sma- Smash Fest, Smash Fest, yeah. yeah, yeah. Smash Fest, yeah. So it's one. She's so she girl. lives here. Uh, somewhere. I mean, I just I still have her Snapchat. She'll post like once every, I don't know, month maybe. Like it's just like a, oh, gray white buffalo. Like she's just the one that got away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope none of I hope I don't have any exes listening to this. <laughs> <It's gonna be bad. laughs> 
Um, and then if there's like one girl I've ever seen in person, um, I mean, none that I really remember. Are you kidding? There's never been that one like celeb. I don't know. I wouldn't want to date uh, like a celeb. Well, not to date. I mean, I mean, there's been like maybe girls, not a date, but you want like, to like. There's been take like, out for I've ice seen, cream. Yeah, I mean, I've seen like some Victoria's Secret models out and stuff. Um, and I know what they do, but I wouldn't know like each individual's name. But I'd ah. be like, uh, you know, my thing is, is like I'm looking at a woman, like I'm a natural guy. Like if I'm like really liking someone, she's not really having fake boobs. She's very natural. There's not much makeup, and she tends to be brunette. See, but those like a lot of those Victoria's Secret models, when they're not on the runway, they look like. I mean, obviously they're tall. They're like five eight or mm. like five ten. But they kind of dress like regular, yeah, regular still chicks. That, like super skinny look. Like yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I don't, it's, that's not. I don't like that. For me, it's you need se- some woman, you know, like a bit of a woman in her. So you need some curves. You need a, a little, little bit, bit of, of curves. And I mean, PT is great, but I mean, you need a little something. Okay, I got you. All right. Uh, I my first my like sort of Hollywood or like celebrity crush. I've, I saw once in 2007, and then I saw again at the ESPYS this year, 2016, with okay. Sierra. Uh-huh. Sierra in real life is like a 13 out of 10. She is on, like, her skin is like, it's like icing. It's like. You didn't get an interview with her? Because I've seen you interview some pretty cool people. Thank you very much. Yeah, no uh, I did. I did. Like, I, I feel kind of like I was coming here to see you, and I'm like, I kind of feel like a peasant with his most recent you know, podcast and people he had even hanging out with. So. Man, shut the f up, man. <laughs> You're one oh, of my dudes. Yeah. Uh, Sierra. That was, and and one, actually, one of my boys that plays. Um, I don't think Donaldson would help. I think this is bad. Okay, so I was <clears throat> hanging with Donaldson the other day. And At was, the same spot? Because I heard he was there the night before we were there. No, not oh, no. Okay. this is in the clubhouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, we were like we're watching the gymnastics and we we're talking about um, this very topic, like the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in mm-hmm. real life. And he played golf with Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was, it, Beach, was it that Lake Tahoe? Or maybe Lake Tahoe. Yeah, because I was supposed to go to that. Yeah, I, oh. saw, I saw Timberlake on the list, but it was right after my Europe trip, so I couldn't make it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so anyway, they got paired together, and then Jessica Biel is like his all-timer. And obviously it's Justin Timberlake's wife, so he got to meet Jessica, and he, got, and he, he said she couldn't be nicer. But he was like... Shaking. He was like, yeah, he was like that the ninth grader, and she was in, you know, she was the senior, she was in grade twelve, and you know he couldn't. He's, <laughs> I think at one point he he actually just walked away from her because she's it's like I mean, radiant in real life. Margaret Robbie, like that oh. that's like if I met them or her, especially her in person, I I don't know. Yeah, my, and I think I'd like part, try to make sure that she saw me, and then I'd run over to Instagram with like three pictures and like see if she like you know. <laughs> Answered my DM, but I don't know if I could say anything <laughs> to her in, in person. Wait, is that the move? No, it's not the move. I oh, mean, is, like, that, is, that, is it a move or like maybe not the um, move? That's that's like C move. I mean, like you try, like, but I mean that's how the world is now. Like if you're out and you meet this great like, girl, whatever, and something happens that you don't get a chance to get her number, like you'll get it two hours later on Instagram if you really wanted to. So wait, okay, so this but you don't go out being like, yeah, I want to meet a good-looking girl tonight or today, and I'm gonna go find her on social media later. No, I mean. But so, you can, for sure. <laughs> but then you have your boys, like, chirping. You'd be like, well, okay, let's put your phone away and see what you can do today, you know, like, stuff like that. And See, but, okay, and I've, I've been out with you, and, and you are, like, you, uh, like, my boy Sheldon Alexander says, like, you're, you're a go-liver. I don't think, I don't know if he uses that expression anymore, but unlike other pretty dudes like yourself, you don't just lay in the cut. No, I'm like, I've been, very you, social. I want yeah, to talk you, to everybody. You, you do laps and, like, oh. yeah. But that's that's rare for dudes that look like you, because other dudes just wait 
they they don't have as much game because they don't have the game the gift of conversation. But like then again, like people will say that talk about game if you're talking about females. But like you never go anywhere, or at least I don't, with like a line ready to go. No, no, you know, not that. But you just... have a, you have an ability to talk to women. And, okay. and and initiate conversation. You're not just waiting for them to come. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I've only seen you out a couple of times, so I don't know how you, if that's how you, that's your, your regular MO. But in this particular example, recently, you, we did some laps. Yeah. And, yeah. And, good laps. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, no, the move. Okay, the okay. C-level move. So if you, so you like a couple, a few of her pictures and see if she reacts to, but here's the thing. If she, if she's like, really dope and she has a lot of followers then it's just gonna look like a list of yeah, well, unless it, she's already uh, following you I, I, okay so if you're going after someone you never met in person yeah and they have a lot of followers on instagram i mean you can try doing the triple like i mean but then wow the triple like that's the yeah. triple like but then you also got to be like hey i don't want to be liking three pictures of this girl so sometimes you go on like a picture of like a view of something or like her puppy or like something that doesn't look if anyone else is following you and you just see Three blondes, you know. Like I have a, <laughs> I have a, I have a buddy of mine that I, I don't really want to say his name, but you of course know him. He's got great hair, flow. Yeah. Plays hockey, he's a defenseman, and you'll follow him, and you'll just see like girl after girl after girl, and it'll be like the same girl, and then three more girls. But then it's kind of like, well, if you have another girl following you, she's gonna see that and be like, hundred well, percent. Well, screw this guy. Yeah. You know? But I mean, yeah. If you haven't met a girl before, she's got a lot of followers. A lot of times she won't notice all those likes, but if she does, she'll usually give you one back, and then that's when you hit the DM slide. Ah, this is this is wonderful. Yeah, you don't want to like go and like three pictures and then go into the DM, and you're just gonna look a little. So you creepy. have to wait for her to respond. You need some type of something, you know, to like to to respond to. Mm. But sometimes it'll be like a comment back because sometimes if you follow someone, they can't see what you're commenting on other people's pictures. They're gonna see what you like. Yeah. So. I, I hope they don't it's like it, a little chess match like it when is. you're bored or I don't know I hope they don't uh, activate that feature where you can see what people have commented no, on no that'd be brutal I but know then, right like, but then I'd want to have the feature on Instagram you know if Instagram's listening this would be awesome <laughs> um, that you can see who's verified following you because there's probably so many people out there that you don't even know that oh. like you or think or as a fan you know of you like you do it on Twitter right you can just see who's verified following you Try, you're right, you know, right why can't you have that on Instagram you, there's, there's, a, there's a site called Icona Square Icona Square you can sign up you can do the seven days for free or you can pay I think it's I don't know I, I'm not sure how much it is a year or a month it might be three bucks it might be 30 a year <clears throat> excuse me but Icona Square um, it shows you who your top followers are so and then and then like what do you mean top followers? So it's it, it shows you who has the most followers that follows you. Yeah. So that grid of like thirty people, I won't be on that grid. I'll be at the bottom of that. I actually want to be close. I'll be like in your the fourteenth grid. Um, but yeah, Icona Square is is where we'll talk after. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I I've signed up for it just for just so I know what my analytics are how many. You know when's the best time to post? Yeah. How many? The, the the crappy thing is it shows you how many followers you gain in a day and how many you lose. Ah, uh, okay. And it's, it's never. Is it usually bad or? Get, I mean, like, I see like on Instagram you can see like activity and stuff. Like when you post a picture, usually there's like a couple hundred thousand likes that week, and then when you do, or a couple thousand, hundred thousand views, and then when you don't do nothing, it's just like. Oh, you have the analytics tab now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like. I just got that yesterday. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but, but that stuff, I don't even look at it really. I'm like, ah, whatever. But that app you're talking about, yeah, check out. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I get like, I might get like 60 new followers a day. I'm like, low, I'm low, uh, 
low man on totem pole. But I lose like humble, forty. You know? Oh, you lose forty. Oh. <laughs> so only net gain of like twenty a day. I'm like, what forty? Well, like, what did I do? They see you putting all your music up, and they're like, ah, oh, no, I can't. I can't relate to this guy, DJ Khaled. DJ what are you talking? Yo, DJ Khaled. Okay, let's. I like how you called me out on the, you called me out on two things the other day. But DJ, you're like, yo, in your music post, it's always DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled's album is legit. I know, but if you're gonna be like reaching out to fans with music every week, I'd try to find like the guys that you don't know about, like a Cliff Savage or like a. I mean, everyone knows, or like a Huey Mac, a Mike Stud. You know, there's lots of G Easy's out there too. I mean, yeah, and, and no, GK. I, like you can mix it up a little I bit. Do with, I do mix it up. Like rap, but I don't know. <laughs> I Fair do. Enough, I right. do mix it up. My lane is hip hop and R and B. Generally, I. I, I just a lot of times I'll look though these beats I don't know and it'll be like real slow, like real like jersey at like 3 a.m like it's just real slow and laid back and i'm kind of like ah. well i guess that's the that's the mood i it's yeah. it's move i try to i have some i feel like you'd be stuff. running like super slow motion when you're listening to something God, that's how i actually run bro. you run you run like a normal human i yeah. run like a rhinoceros or a freaking hippopotamus um okay so Khaled's major keys album is legit and there's at least i can listen to that whole album multiple times fair enough but I, I did like how you called me out on that and then like uh Okay, so one other thing. Um, are you one of those people, because I do this, and I, I'll admit, I do this. Do you go to Genius.com to look up the lyrics of a song that you like, just so you know the... No. Or you just repeat listens, then you learn the you learn the chorus you know and what? then some of the lines. I've been told by uh, people that I have a very selective memory. So, like, if it comes to a test or something, I mean, memory is tough. You know, i got to really study. But if it comes to music, like, I can hear a song six years ago, and if it comes on, I'll know 90% of the lyrics. So that's kind of came, like... I don't know why, and it's not. But what about to be a like, song like right now? What about like? I would just go listen to it a couple of times. It'd be on my, not repeat, but I'd listen to it for I don't know three days. Like if I really like a song, like it's being played like for at least that recently added part in your playlist. Like I'm pressing recently yeah. added for two weeks, nice. and then I'll go and reload based on Shazam or what I'm seeing, and sometimes you, but not that often. <laughs> um, and then I'd redo it, keep going, and then when I listen to that song, you know, a couple months later, I'll still remember those lyrics. But I've never been on Genius.com, no. Do you know what either uh, designer or future ever say on a record? No, not really. But I like the beats sometimes. Yeah, the beats are legit. Beats are I mean, designer Panda is like one of the biggest beats panda, panda, ever. Panda, yeah. Panda. And he's got a new one called Timmy Turner. And I have no idea. Like, that's a 100. Actually, Genius just filmed a video of him like reciting the lyrics, and then they'll, like, they'll do one of those lyric videos where they you can actually. Yeah. read what the hell he's saying because nobody knows what the hell designer's saying I don't know music changes so much based on my mood though like it's I, I, I don't do just rap and hip hop like I'll listen to a lot of BPM Del, like Del Zotto's like DJing and making mixes now so I'll listen to all his mixes like he like <laughs> takes it seriously it's fun um, so that's good stuff and then I'll listen to you know some rock stuff like if I'm going to the gym I gotta wake up at 7 in the morning I'm listening to something loud and getting my day started you're the first person that ever told me that they uh, first dude ever told me that they do pilates yeah i do pilates and yeah. and i knew this girl from out west who was a pilates instructor here in the city she's moved back to live you with know her, how hard pilates dude. is like it's hard I, I, I so i did it one like, time but you do it on the machines right not with like the rubber no, both like, both so like there's the machine that you use and a lot of stuff i can use for my calf as well after the achilles surgery i had um but it's like a very I don't do classes really, but I'll do like one-on-one -on -one sessions and then I'll also be very specified just for core. So I mean like when I'm leaving there, I'll text my trainer Maddie and say, 
that Pilates session was way harder than our workout today. And his workouts are hard. Like Matt it's just, Nickel? Yeah, Matt Nickel. Like, it's just all about activating your glutes and your core and staying out of your hips and upper body. Like, it's, there's no weights involved, but it's it's tough. It's hard. Yeah, man. I, I went to, a, like, I was at a Pilates class, and this is obviously, this is like a, I'm like a 1 out of 10, and your workout's at a 10 out of 10. And it was at, like, a yoga, yoga studio, and there was, like, all women. And I actually... Because I'm a man with pride and mm-hmm. I have a fragile ego, yeah. going to those classes are very humbling because you don't want to screw up. You don't want, like, you, it, there's mirrors everywhere and you think that, like, the other people are looking at you. So you're, like, so self conscious. Oh, yeah. And then when you don't, when she's calling, when the instructor is, like, saying the names of moves and stuff, I'm always, like, looking at the instructor. <laughs> I don't have enough confidence to know what she's talking about. So it's, like, it's very, very humbling. Yeah. But you also, uh, it makes me super alert because I don't want to be the guy slipping on the mat guy, or yeah. if I can't do and the plus move. Plus, you're probably one of the only guys in there, right? So, 100%. There's yeah. always like one other dude and he's shirtless. So he's like mm-hmm. uber confident and he's got a pretty good body. And then there's just me where I'm the, I have the opposite <laughs> physique. So, like, who are the accounts, who are the Instagram profiles that you follow that, like, like a fat Jewish or a f- Jerry um, or beige cardigan? Or maybe it's a photographer that does really. Do you know House of Highlights? Yeah. Uh, I, yes. I do or a Highlight lot of like. Hub. Is it Highlight Hub or House of Highlights? Um, it was House of Highlights sport videos. Okay. I like watching that stuff. I like a lot of sports stuff. Um, I'll look at a lot of fashion stuff too. If I like stuff, I'll double who, click. What are the Who are the accounts? Well, there's like street fashion. There's men fashion and style. A lot of like just generic. Um, they'll take these Instagram accounts. We'll go and look at like just. I don't know if it's guys that are models or just just swag. I mean, like every day they just take stuff from other people's stuff and then say, "Here's what's going on." You yeah. can't really um, like buy stuff off there. But then I'll always be on, you know, Porter. Or, um, there's a website called ASOS. I like ASOS a lot. ASOS. A S O S dot com. It's not expensive, but they're it's very good swag there. Nice. Yeah. I I the one uh, you see, I I like men's men's fashion posts is one. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I look at and uh, there's another one. <clears throat> Uh, Mr. Porter Live yeah. or Mr. Porter Mr. Daily or something yeah, like that. Yeah. He, the, the suit and tie combos yeah. and the accessories. That's what I. That's what I look at. And at home, actually, I have this uh, this picture I found online from someone's Instagram. I can't remember who it was. And it's got every suit color there, and then it's got every shoe color option you can wear with that suit oh. based on generic rules. I mean, I think you know, with fashion, you know, there's not really any rules. You can do what you want. You see that in Cali a lot too. You know, there you can wear literally whatever you want. Like when I was going to that Maxim event, I texted my boy, Mike Stud. He texted me, he goes, what are you wearing? And I said, definitely an LA shirt. So my shirt was like something that... <laughs> a deep V? You well, know, it's just like, it was like a, it was a t-shirt, but a weird material. But it was also a hoodie slash maybe even like a uh, turtleneck. You know, it's <laughs> just, hey, I got a lot of comments <laughs> on it. But it's just like one of those shirts that... If you wear out in like Dallas, people are gonna be like, "What the hell are you wearing?" You right. Know? Like, and in the end, I don't really care. But like, I like that kind of stuff where it's just kind of just just Wait, out here. I don't even. I can't. Did you take? Is there a photo of you from that um, night? Like, I want. I want. When know. I do those things, like, did you, if you see on my Instagram, there's no picture of me like at the Max event. Like, I didn't take a picture of me like being there. Sure. You know, I like to keep that kind of stuff. You know, what's the point of? doing a cool sport and being a pro athlete you can't do cool stuff with just your your crew knowing you know that's how i look at something i agree stuff. i agree i so agree like an event like that a couple thousand people you know it's it's great and everything but i'm like i'm not, people don't even know so wait is there a photo of you wearing that shirt or not um do what do you, what do you do it's like when you guys are either at the pre-drink or yeah. actually at the venue was there a was there a- but my guys like we don't take pics you know like everything's we're i don't know i don't know if we're just past that you know, we there's don't always really there's one dude in the crew that takes pics. Yeah, 
My crew's pretty small, pretty tight. You know, there's like, like four dudes. Like one of the dudes yeah. takes pics. No, I got, I got nothing. I might have a video, but I'm not gonna <laughs> show you that one. I'm dancing in it. To yeah, what? No How horribly are you dancing? I've never seen you dance. You think I'm a bad dancer? No, I, don't, I, I get no, compliments on my dancing. No, I did see you dance. Yeah, because you were yeah. dropping it low a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I did see you dance. Yeah, I can and, dance. Yeah, I you're think. surrounded by <clears throat> like a like a volleyball team of because there's like six of them. I mean, mm. yeah. Uh, anyway, um, nice friends, <clears throat> great friends. Okay, um, so I was uh, reading GQ magazine, Cut. and there's a story um, in there, a profile about Virgil Abloh, who's uh, Kanye West like creative mastermind. He's the designer. He's very much Kanye's, <clears throat> he's Kanye's Jesus in a way. So uh, in the article, there's this one little passage about, and so it says um, he's taken advantage of a strange disorienting moment in fashion, a moment where interest in men's clothing has never been higher while the bar for entry has never been lower. So to for you, who or where where do you take your fashion cues from? Um, I do read I read a lot of magazines. When I'm traveling it's always a GQ or sometimes. So do you actually in some of the magazines like yo I want to I want to cuz the, the the dudes are always like like uber styled like they got these cool poses and then you're looking at the items you're like this jacket is six grand yeah i won't i won't spend money like that i mean i i used to spend some stupid money on clothes which was dumb because it'd be just literally for like the label and stuff but i've gone kind of gone past that um now i'm all about every almost every night i sit there on my phone i'm going to sleep it's like a routine to go and like click on some websites like an asos or like an Orlas or like a Porter, like, and I'll just be seeing, all right, what we got. And then I always, once a week, I need to order a couple new common projects. They're like my go tos. I don't know if you know common those, pro- No, I don't, I don't know, know that brand. No. Um, like go to everyday summer, but still nice shoes, you know? Okay. Um, common, pro- okay. What was the middle one? You said Porter. I, I, I cut you off. You said Porter, you know, Asus, something, then Porter. What was the middle one? Orlas. O R. So it's Orlo, but then Los Angeles. Sort of like or Los Angeles. Oh, that's that. just another site that I hit up. Okay, but you, if you go to ASOS, you'll like it. Tanya, like there's some like n- like everyday stuff, then there's some like real out there stuff, and then there's you know it's a good mix. It's nice. Good I was on Virgil's site. He has a brand called Off White, and I was looking at some of the stuff. I saw this one like Varsity jacket. I'm like, oh okay, it's like red. I like yeah. bright colors. The big, the best places I've ever shopped is literally like. Um, always been usually in LA but there's boutiques you know like what is it is it Madison what's the street called big street Fair, like, well like not 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 Rodeo but Melrose like Melrose but Melrose yeah, okay, what I say yeah. Madison yeah so Melrose all those boutiques like those yeah from La Cienega to yeah. like Fairfax like yeah, it ends know, right at this exact. nice little pizza joint the best pizza I've had in a while <laughs> At so least I know do, for their pizza. I know. But must be some good. New York it's dudes that moved. A, like those little boutiques that aren't like really like that popular. They have like the coolest stuff. And half the stuff, it's like hanging on the rack and there's usually a guy in there or a girl in there working. It's hanging on the rack and I'd be like, I'm never going to wear that. And they're like, no, you have to try it on. And I try it on and I'm like, damn, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> do you ever wear it though? Or you just like you buy it and then you're like, I, I've worn it all pretty much like once, but usually when I'm out there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's region specific. No, yeah, but like for like back in Toronto, maybe this is why I don't. I just I literally don't go out in Toronto. Like I've been out twice this summer, once to saw you. Um, I don't know. It's not really that high fashion here. I mean, you can go to certain places and you can get the fedora hats or whatnot, but um, everywhere else is just. 
Oh, I think it's it like depends. Lululemon and it's just an athlete and I don't know. I think it depends on like what you're going to. If you're going to events, I think people dress up for events. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a charity event or... But there's some- dressing up and then there's like just swaggy. You know? Yeah, and just- okay, but I'm not dressing up, not full like suits and stuff, but like dressing up in where mm-hmm. you have like a distinct style. Yeah, like, okay. you know, you, you're... You know, it's, you know, you're rolling, you're rolling up your cuffs on your, your slim fit, you mm-hmm. know, pants painted on and pants then, and yeah, yeah. Hey, do you have a pair of Yeezys? The I've asked uh-uh. this to a lot of the boots. Uh-uh. I don't have any Yeezys. I was I was asking Wiggins the other day. I was like, how do you he's even? He's a beauty, huh? Yeah, I love I that like dude. He's a good dude. Uh, how do you even wear? If you got a pair of the Yeezy boots, I've seen those boots. Yeah. How do you? I mean, I feel like L.A. Yeah, they would make sense in L.A. because L.A. You know, some there's no rules there. That's why I love visiting it, just because it's no. But I kind of I don't really like the the I don't know some of the style no. is I don't know style. Some of the totally, style is too much. No, it's too much. It's, like why are you wearing a toque in June? It's yeah. hot as balls. Like I want to punch those guys in the face. Whenever yeah. you're wearing any kind of headwear that is made out of wool or some thick cotton, you should be punched in your face. If it's not a baseball cap or a fedora out. Anyway. I don't know, like, that's a little aggression right there. Cheerio but the boots, morning. okay, yeah, so if you did get a pair of the boots. No, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't get the pair of the boots. You, what, if you're, boots. what if you're in L.A. for, like. I bet I'm not that. Like, there's going on in L.A. and being swag, and then there's just being, like, okay, you're trying way too hard. You know, with the massive hat and the shirt that's, like, cut in 17 different places. Yeah. And then, like, the pants, yeah. and it's just like, that's what like, are that's, like that's, like, the current thing. It's, like, yeah, you look like, like you took, like, like, shotgun someone shells. Someone took, like, a machete and just started, yeah, or yeah, you yeah. got in, like, a tub full of piranhas, and you're like, all right, there's my T-shirt for the night. Do you have a shirt like that? I got one shirt like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought it to buy it, really. Just put it on one night, and I'm like, nah, I can't wait to dinner. My boy, two of my most stylish friends, my boy Donovan Bennett and on the other side, Justin Mulligan. Justin has, you probably know, you know Molly, he's, he's got shirts like that. Love but it. Justin's like very, to that point, to that quarter in GQ, uh, you just dropped the water bottle. That was a sound if anybody heard it. Um, Justin makes his own, he's that guy that will like see like what things that are trendy or like find things on Instagram and like make his own shirts and like it'll look like it costs 400 mm-hmm. bucks but he just does it himself see I don't like live and die based on reading those magazines um, but when I see something that I like it usually stick in my head and then it might be a month later and I kind of can put something together that looks like that and I'll remember looking at that in the magazine or you know the new fall style and then I just yeah try to go with it um, do you um do you agree that uh, most dudes, they just want to fit in and not stand out? Um, with dudes? Yeah, as far as like their style goes. Yeah, most want to fit in. I say yes. And there are a few that are like peacocks that like... They just, just want to fly. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do want to fly. Uh, I don't have that kind of confidence. Do you? Uh, half and half. Yeah, you do. Half and half. They do. No, but it, like, it depends where you, where you are. What are you doing? Like, if I'm going out with a bunch of like my hockey teammates, it's not so much like, all right, there's gonna be a peacock in the group. We'll all be pretty. No, it's obviously it's not. It's not. But then I'll see like then I'll see like Stroman Snapchat, and he's like every he gets every guy's like sh- sneaker in it, and just like damn, look at this guy, and like look at this next guy, and ooh, ripped jeans, and I'm like, see, those are a bunch of peacocks. You know, they're like they're a little bit more out here. Well, stroke. I mean, it's it's funny you say stroke because you guys have a very you guys have a yeah. mutual very close friend. Yeah. Uh, in Mike Stud and yeah Stro is I was uh, uh, hosting something for um, Jose the other I know, day I saw it all it blew up my Instagram what you, do you, mean? you three it was oh, just f- everywhere I was just seeing you three 
And, uh, Jose, and actually, his Snapchat, I'm like listening to you talk and speaking gibberish. I'm like, oh, he's got <laughs> Stroh's, I mean, Stroh's Snapchat. Yeah, Stroh's Snapchat, yeah. I gotta, I gotta follow his. But um, it's like, Jose is kind of entering his grown man style, but mm-hmm. at that night he was wearing, and I told him, I was like, I'm like, yo, are you going to a friggin' Hawaiian picnic or something? Yeah, uh, I remember that so? shirt. Yeah, yeah, I did see that and, shirt. And, and he goes, no, man. I'm like, yo, that's that shirt is a little, it's so opposite to the jacket. He d- he's doing a collaboration with Canada Goose. And uh, they're doing a limited run of these jackets, which is very, it's versatile, but it's super low key. Yeah. But then he's rocking this shirt at this event, and it's <laughs> a, like a Givenchy shirt. I was like, you just bought that because you're rich. Yeah. You know, you're actually like that. It looks like, like a Givenchy shirt. <laughs> you're actually like that. Uh, I like those. I don't know what brand it is, but the brand is like got like wolves on it. I'm not. And I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I guess for really loud prints, I don't. Do you I'm wear? Not, you don't I'm not love a loud print. Loud no. Prints, huh? Like I'll have like different cuts to the shirts, and not like actual like machete cuts, but yeah. like the shirt will be, I don't know, down here, but cut the sides. So there'll be zippers, you know. Yeah, but there yeah. won't be anything like real crazy loud. I mean, like a black, white, gray, maroon. Nothing too crazy. Navy blue. That is that black or no, navy this, blue? This is black. Well, this is just gym. You're coming from the gym. It's my comfortable. You know, I got yeah, gym this morning. I got to go golfing. Like, you just, have to go golfing today. Oh yeah, the agent has me uh, going out <laughs> golfing today. Guy, it's like a well. I mean, it's, it's still the summer, so you'll have a lot of fun. Um, well, okay. summer's done, man. I'm done now. Stop, man. I got, it's August, man. I'm done. What do you I mean got, you're done? I got Biosta camp next week. Then I'm going out to do another camp. And then I have three days off. And then I go to Ottawa for a hey, training can camp. You help, speaking of the Biosta, can you help Connor out? What do you mean help him out? Style game. I mean, our, our whole conversation has been about style. Oh, oh, his like off the ice style. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's... I mean... Great kid, though. He's an amazing kid. I don't know. I he mean, just needs a little... He needs a little boost. He needs something. He needs, he needs, he needs a mentor. No, you know what he needs? He needs a fake smile. Like every picture, like I'm in with him or we're at an event or anything, <laughs> his just fake smile mean- is so average. Like it always <laughs> looks like he's like confused or paranoid or something. I'm going to work on that incredible. with him still camp. That's incredible. You got to have that just that like just. That photo the, smile. The, the Smile. Yeah, like yeah, because you're like you, you end up like taking, he's me taking a million pictures and everything, right? Like you have a fan, just like a little quick selfie on the street or at a mall or something. You just need some type of like doesn't make you seem like you're confused. <laughs> but he'll get that. I mean, everyone finds it. Help him with the style game. Okay. I mean, he's 19. He'll listen to you. You're like you're you, Lupo, PK are the like the the, the stylish dudes in your in your league. I can't think of. I'm off the top of my head. Who who else has like. You know who has great style? Who? Gregory Campbell. Do you know huh. the name at all? No, I've never, I've never met that guy. Play with him in Boston. He's in Columbus now. He'll be at Bowser Camp. He's, okay. he's the guy that Connor McDavid and me. So, like, my first year, we were roommates two years in Boston uh, on the road. My first year, I'd come in with these striped suits, whatever. I'd walk in the room. I'd take my suit off, toss it on the couch, let it get all wrinkled. Because I wouldn't right. care. I wouldn't know. Yeah. You know, I'd have my... Forty dollar pair of Aldo shoes. Yes. shoes on. Shout out to Aldo. Yeah, no, they're more like they're more like eighty. Yeah, they're like eighty bucks. Yeah. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so and then he's the guy that'd be like, man, have a touch, like get some style, and then he'd take me out, get my first pair of Converse, and then it just kept escalating. And he's got he's got great style. Nice. Okay, so please be that guy. Be the be the mentor for Connor because he's gonna be in the league for like twenty years. And I just gotta the one rule I have is don't do custom suits. So like on the road in the NHL. You always get a text like once a month, usually in like Montreal or somewhere. And I'm not like trying to, 
you know, I'm not going to give any names of the suit companies because actually I don't really even know off the top of my head. But like the custom suits, it never works out. Like you got to find a brand, whether it's Dolce, mine's Tiger of Sweden. Like everyone's got that brand that looks good. You can custom color those if you want. But like the people that come in on the road all the time, the dressing rooms or the hotels, and they give you like all these fabrics, say pick one, you know, this is how it's going to work out. It never works out. Really? Never. And they'll be like, okay, four suits for six grand. You'd be like, oh, maybe that's a deal. You know, it's not a deal, and it never works out well. But that's, I mean, that's me. That's that's interesting because my a lot of guys that have style, they all agree. Like, it's just no. Huh? Maybe you got a person. I don't know. That's just. I got. I got. There's two dudes that I go to. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, yeah. But, that, I mean, maybe it's too because I don't know bodies are different or whatnot. But well, like, yes, yeah, so I'm a lot rounder. But there's than companies your out there that's like will fit athletes like painted on, like it looks great. You know, and I don't know. That's I find that in your sport, a lot of the guys were similar. Maybe that's the reason, because like, tw- like 12 guys on one team will go to the same custom guy, so they'll end up picking similar patterns or color palettes or whatever, as opposed to maybe if they went to somewhere else, they might not feel the same peer pressure, like, oh, I just want to fit in with the guys. As we said earlier, most guys just want to fit in. But once you find a spot, too, like you tell the guys, and then the guys come, and then you see it happen. I mean, so like guys in Boston, especially Gregory, showed me this one spot, Tiger Sweden. You know, Lundquist wears it, Sedin's, you know, it's a Swedish store. And then I kind of brought it to Dallas. Now a couple guys got it. Now we got more Swedes. Now I go to Montreal because it's only in Montreal <laughs> and The place Toronto. is only in Montreal. Oh, okay. But like, it's the only place we hit it, you know, everywhere else in Europe. Oh, Lundquist. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah he, that guy, he's, the yeah. king, right? No, no, no. But he's, sorry, he's <laughs> also one of the style. Oh, He's yeah. part of the style leader in your in oh, your sport. 100%. Lundquist. 100%. Lundquist. You know, what? He, he gave me a line uh, at Ulster game two, three years ago. And I asked him, I said, what's the attire tonight? And I said, and he said, I don't know. I looked at she. I said, oh, I think it's business casual. And he goes, Sags, there's no such thing as business casual. So I've stolen that. And <laughs> nice. It's a line that stuck with me over the years. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's it's stuck with you. But you you not you're not in full suits like ever. No. Maybe at the ESPYS you're a full suit. I was full suit, yeah. But even there, like I wore a suit from my publicist based on to get another deal. And I wasn't happy about that. I'm like, I just wanted to go get my own suit. They're like, you know, those events. They're like, okay, we're gonna have someone dress you. But yeah, it's not yeah. really your like. So if I do that again, I'll put my own spin on it. Okay, Tyler, this is this is a lot of fun. Um, and your listen, your knowledge about IG, Snapchat, DMs is <clears throat> if you're if you're if your hockey skill is like a nine out of ten, your knowledge about social media and meeting new friends is a healthy fifteen out of ten. Let's not forget, I have a uh, I have a charity. I Let's work hard. Let's I work. I train hard. <laughs> you do work hard because you do work hard because it's always okay. first thing in the morning you're working out. Oh yeah. There's, yeah, and then there's like yeah. You again. You're the first person ever talking about Pilates. It's like, what? And that's all machines. No, you do. You are and you play at a very high level. And I'm and I'm hope you're. Let me see that scar on your uh, thing. Oh, it's a, it doesn't even look that bad. No, no, not at all. But the the picture that you sent out was gruesome. Oh yeah. Well, that was that was fresh. Yeah, that really was. That was yeah. fresh. So uh, you know, obviously, we look forward to uh, seeing you uh, World Cup of Hockey, and then uh, we're number ninety one uh, for your Dallas Stars. Sounds good. Thank you for today, man. This is uh, this is fun, and um, as soon as we get out of the booth, uh, that's the conversation that I'm really looking forward to having. <laughs> all right, thanks for having me, bro. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. This was Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.